By popular demand, we're wrapping up the year within the life of Peter Dirk Ace. Let's hear him talk to me sung through this. If I can't get you to spend time with me in the theater, mm. then there's nobody there. Right. It all depends on the audience. Most and it's got to take your mind off the things you don't want to think about. Hmm. That's what the satire is about. So what's a day in your life, kind sir? Well, the day usually starts quite early. I'm, I'm happy to be up at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, lots of work can be done between 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock and 8 o'clock. Mm. But that's to say if I can go to bed the night before at 8 o'clock in the evening. Right. That's if I'm not working. Okay. So I go to bed with the sun and I get up with the sun. Ah. But when I'm working, it is, of course, a different thing. Um, and I live in Darling, which is about an hour away from Cape Town up the West Coast. So it's a farming community. And I have a little theater there. I've taken over the old railway station. Wow. So I perform there every weekend. And I do my shows there. It's my little hothouse. I can try out new material. Right. And uh, I have a very wonderful relationship with my community because we have an early childhood development center mm -hmm. with 70 little kids between the ages of three and five. That's amazing. That is life-changing experience. Wow. You know, just watching a little person grow in self-confidence. And by five years old, you know, they're five going on 40. You know mm. that wisdom when the children are not frightened? Yes. And when they get food? And they get little treats, oh, and we take them up to the SPCA, which is up the hill, so that they can all stroke a little dog and a little cat and not be frightened of yeah. pets. And just little things that people usually don't have time to, to focus on, because life's tough. But with a bit of fun, it can really be worthwhile. Theatre for you. Why theatre? Well, theatre chose me. You know, I think theatre chooses. chooses. Mm. When many people say, I want to be an actor, oh, sometimes they're not. But at drama school, when I went to drama school, um, I just realized that this was the world I wanted to live in. Right. Because theater is the, is the window to the world. And, and drama is still the wonderful thing that you go into a place where you sit down and the drama takes place in front of you with real people. Mm. And you can solve problems by actually watching other people make mistakes. And, of course, in my life, it's about humor. Right. It's about making fun of the people who have no sense of humor, which are mainly politicians. Not all of them. <laughs> Some of them have got great senses of humor, and they always laugh first. But during the apartheid years, it was a very, very unpleasant time to not do anything to change things. And as a white South African, I just felt, what weapon can I use that doesn't kill? Yes. The weapon of laughter certainly doesn't kill, but it can change. Right. And um, I always say if a politician doesn't like to be laughed at, they can resign and we'll never talk to them about them again. I like that one. Yeah, but while they're there, we've got to get them, you know. And at the moment, there are some wonderful politicians in the public eye that need to be really laughed at. Mm -hmm. You know, and you, we could name quite a few of them now and they know who they are. So I keep on saying to people, don't be shy to react with humor. I don't mean it's because it's a comedy, because it's humor is a very personal way to react mm -hmm. to something that frightens you, something that upsets you, and find a reason to actually say, ha ha. Turn back. Ha ha, ha. I know who you are. Right. Okay. Right. So I'm at the theater at the moment at the Monte Casino at Peter Turin's Studio Theater for three weeks with a memoir mm -hmm. uh, called the, the, the Echo of a Noise. Yeah. And it's me telling the story behind the stories. So That's an interesting title. It is. And I had to work it out. I thought, what does it mean? Does it mean that I'm the echo of a no noise from the past, mm -hmm. which it could be? Mm. Or am I the echo of a noise reinventing itself for the future? Ah. Because too many of the bad things in politics are coming back under mm. different names. Mm -hmm. Or am I the echo of laughter that was not allowed? Mm. 
in the old South Africa. And right. now we're talking about, again, putting laws out there to prevent people from having opinions. Yes. I'm very nervous about that. I'm nervous about a law against racism. I loathe it. Uh-huh. It's a virus that has no cure like HIV, mm. but it has care. Mm. But if you make it a law, everybody is guilty of it because racism is an opinion. But a racist act is a criminal act as far as I'm concerned. So that's something we can fight. But again, people are not doing their homework. They're becoming far too hasty to try and solve a problem. You know, like fees must fall. Well, that will take 20 years. True. Fees won't fall. But there are certain things that can be adapted in 24 hours to make it easier for, for young people to have a dream that can come true. I'm pleased to be milking in all this wisdom and I want to talk to you about Evita. I grew up looking at Evita, watching and laughing. And as I grew older, I realized, no man, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> there's Peter and Evita. What can I so? What can I so? Do you know, Evita was just, again, one of those weapons of mass distraction that I found in the late 1970s. Yeah. When it was just against the law. Mm-hmm. Not that the law was written, but the law was there because we thought it was there. Right. You may not. You mag niet lach for the domini of the politicus, right? And my first one-man show was Adapt or Die in 1981. And I thought, besides doing P.W. Boerta, besides doing Piet Kurenhoff, besides mm-hmm. doing all those old boggers, <laughs> I would also create an Afrikaans Tani yes. who would then be a member of the National Party and who would be proud of all the the benefits of colonialism, as mm-hmm. we have heard recently via mm-hmm. tweets. We won't mention mm-hmm. who. But by doing that, I will actually make people laugh, not with her, but at her. Because it would sound as ridiculous as it is. And oh, because so in the framework of this, you see. And of course, I can wear the dress and I'll choose, which was illegal. It was against the law. So I thought, I'm going to break that law. Mm. I'm going to go, me, 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 me. <laughs> so there was a lot of childish laughter at all this. But she came at the right time because I think people needed somebody to take the heat off the issue. Mm. I mean, give you an example. Uh, in 1982, P.W. Boerta and his wife went over to Europe yeah. for the first time. And Evita Besaidnot appeared on the front page of Rapport yes. in dresses that she was going to wear when she was there. So we used all that nonsense of bling yeah. to actually make fun of the arrogance of these people. 2.6% of South Africa represented Mm. 27 million people. Mm. So that actually is a a fact that never came across. But through through this um, demeaning of the pompous people, one somehow, I think, helped people come to terms with the fact that we had to solve it. We, they wouldn't solve it for us. You have been bold for so many years. You have spoken your mind in many different ways. A young person living in current South Africa, Mm. what advice would you have for this person where... Recently, there have been incidents that are quite disturbing. Yes. Let go of the anger. How do we How do we find the demon to laugh at? How do we find that element of life? You, I like the word demon. Mm. You know, the demon can also look f- quite funny when you realize that the demon is just a big mask on a small mouse. Right. I think anger is being used as a political weapon. I think there are too many young people who think it is the politically correct thing to burn a library in order to get free education. Mm. I'm just saying to any young person, and you can be young at the age of 50, don't believe every tweet. Don't be led by the nose through social media. It's as entertaining as a cartoon. Remember that. Do your homework. I say this to the kids. I go to schools very often with an entertainment. 
again focused on HIV because it is still with us. Yeah. Again focused on the respect for women, especially speaking to men mm. who very often think it's their right to demand. And also saying to them, you will never get the job you want. You will always work for somebody else. Become your job now. Oh, yeah. You're 12 years old. You've got a dream. You've got a talent. Make that something unique because it is. And I also say to them that voting is the most selfish thing that you're allowed. Okay. You're not voting for Madiba or the party. You're voting for yourself. In other words, who is there on your ballot paper who will make your dreams come true mm. do your homework who are these people first of all white people find out how pr to pronounce their names properly yeah hey yeah i mean it's not sari van Merve. it's a wonderful name which a huge which has a huge background of tradition mm. uh, and culture and we don't do our homework so again to encourage people from a young age to realize that they are in charge of their futures nobody's going to give it to them and if it's given to them they will have to dance to a tune that was Peter Dirk Ace sharing his life story with Timmy Sung. And that's it from myself, Pranesh and I do, and the Money Talk with Money Web team. Have a wonderful festive season and a happy new year.